Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how they could have continued. I'm Ed. I'm John. And this week, we watched a show uh, that's not that old. It came out in 2011. I actually used to watch this show when it was on the air. Don't remember much of it, but I did watch it. Uh, It's called Mr. Sunshine. So the show stars uh, Matthew Perry as Ben, and he essentially manages a stadium or an arena type location. His boss is Crystal, and she's played by Allison Janney. Then we have his uh, friend slash not friend. They didn't really establish it too well. Uh, His name is Alonzo. And then he's very upbeat. He is very upbeat. We have Alice, who I forget the actress's name, but she was in Better Off Ted. And that's pretty much all the well-known people, aside from the assistant, Heather, who was played by Portia Doubleday. I don't know what she was in, but I recognize the name. So the the other guy, the nervous guy was in stuff. The nervous guy? You mean Fat Nick Swartzen? That is that his name? Well, no, I he looks like Nick Swartzen if Nick Swartzen was fatter. Hmm. But that's Ronan. That is Crystal's son. So the show premiered in January or no, in February of 2011, and it aired until April of 2011. So it was a mid-season replacement, and they left three episodes unaired. The show starts off, uh, Ben is in a skybox, and I believe it was a hockey game that was going on. And, like, everybody's, like, saying hi to him and everything. And some kid goes up to him and goes, are you one of the players? And Ben goes, no, I actually manage this place. Everything that goes on, everything that happens is all because of me. And then the kid stops and goes, are you one of the players? And Ben goes... No, I just told you what I do. What is wrong with you? And then he goes off into a separate skybox where Alice is. And they do the nasty. And we get the title, Mr. Sunshine. After that, we come back and Ben is driving into the stadium. And the circus is supposed to be there. But there's a problem. A, it's Ben's birthday. He didn't want anyone to know. And they have, on the scoreboard, happy birthday, Ben. And problem two... Is that his, uh, his, what is it, maintenance guy? Uh, is gonna win the lottery and then go on a plane and go to an island. Yeah, his maintenance guy, who, they don't give an actual name as far as I know, but he refers to him as Bob Bobinson Bobbert. And he's played by, uh, Hurley from Lost. But yeah, the he pulls over Bob Bobbert, Bob Bobinson Bobbert, and tells him, "Hey, there's a uh, ice on the ground, and we have a circus. We can't have that because then all the animals and clowns are gonna fall over and die." Yeah, and how else will motion capture happen? That didn't make. I don't. I don't understand. Because they're having a circus. Oh, like Andy Circus. Yeah. All right. So. When he has the conversation with Bob, or Bobbert, as he ends up referring to him. It's more formal that way. He says, you're the maintenance guy, right? And Bobbert goes, yep. Your name is Bob Bobinson Bobbert? And he says, yep. And he goes, what? Your name's not really that. And Bobbert says, well, two years ago, you told me to only say yes to you. 
which makes cer- certain situations like this very difficult. Okay, well, there's still ice on the ground. I need you to run and go gra- and figure out a way to melt the ice. Well, you also told me not to run. And that was the whole exchange for that. Then Ben goes to his boss's office, which is when we meet Crystal, played by Allison Janney. And she's crawling on the ground saying, have you seen a small white pill with Spanish written on it? She picks up the phone, which isn't ringing, and says, hello? And we just hear a dial tone. And Ben says, well, I'm pretty sure you already took it. Which she did. Yes, very clearly. And that's when Alonzo comes in. And is like, oh, it's a beautiful day. And Ben's like, really? Every day is a beautiful day? And Alonzo's like, yep. Oh, well, what about the day that you missed that buzzer shot and ruined the team? Because apparently Alonzo... I don't know what sport he played. I think it was hockey. But he was a he was a sportsman. It's got to be a sport that has buzzers in it. Yes. Maybe it's basketball. Those are the only two sports I know with buzzers in it. Yes. So then uh, Crystal says, OK, well, what's going on with my char- charity event today? I invested in a Himalayan dog track and one of the dogs allegedly bit a guy. And they're just like, okay, everything's going smoothly. It's all going to happen. And she says, okay, well, make sure that there's a Himalayan kid there. And she alerts Ben that her son is in Ben's office and she wants him to have a job. So as Alonzo and Ben are walking over towards Ben's office, Alonzo says, oh, hey, how's your new assistant? Ben says, oh, she's nice and sweet. But remind me again, she lit a dude on fire? And Alonzo's just like, well, I mean, there was an investigation, and the cops got involved, and yes, she lit a guy on fire. So, we're already we're already uh, alerted to the fact that Heather is allegedly batshit crazy. She could have had a reason. She could have. We never, we never understand her motivations. So, Ben gets towards his office, and he says... Hey, Heather, could you find out for me who uh, wrote Happy Birthday Ben on the scoreboard? And she goes, oh, I did it. And he goes, oh, well, I I love it. In a very Matthew Perry way. I feel like Matthew Perry can only play one character. He's only Chandler. He's only Chandler. That's what I was going to say. He's Chandler playing whatever this guy's name is. Exactly. He's not Matthew Perry. He is Chandler. He is Chandler. He's actually playing Matthew Perry, playing other people. He's the dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Exactly. So as he's about to go into his office, she goes, oh, by the way, and like startles him. And she's like, there's a guy in your office and he's gorgeous. So he goes, okay, and goes into the office. And this is when we meet Ronan, who I have said previously looks like a fat Nick Swardson. And Ben's like, hey, is there another dude in here? Like maybe a good looking dude? And Ron's like, nope, just me. So to try and assess what kind of job Ben is going to give to Ronan, he says, okay, well, what are your interests? And Ronan goes, well, I like boats. I like how they float on the ocean. Uh, I like mafia movies. And as for my skills, and then there's just a long pause. And then Alice walks in. Well, she more storms in and is yelling at, Ben because she sent a text to Ben earlier saying we need to talk and he just never responded to it so she goes like 
Listen, after five months of sleeping together, you'd think you'd respond to a text I sent you rather than leaving me hanging. I mean, I woke up to your place alone today. You snuck out of your own place. And then she turns around and goes, wait, who's this? And Ronan's just like, hi, I'm Ronan. (laughs) And Ben goes, yeah, he likes boats. So then he brings Ben to a kitchen and says, here you go. This is as far away from my office. I mean, a good fit for you. And then Bobbert comes over and says, hey, there's an elephant loose in the building. And Ben says, Oh, I think you're, I think you're, uh, or no, I think your English might be a little off. Try saying it in Spanish. What, what's going, what's really going on? Uh, hay un elefante en el edificio. I didn't understand what that was. And then he hears like a, and he goes, oh, well shit, your English is good. Because there's an elephant loose in the building. So Ben goes out with a bag of peanuts trying to locate this elephant. And Crystal comes by on a golf cart decked out with Christmas lights And she's like, hey, get in. I need you to review my speech for me. So he's going through it. And he goes, this is my favorite part. Ben goes, okay, well, first off, I don't think it should start with yay black kids. And I would also cut out the song. And then she starts kind of singing the song that she was going to sing. Goes, oh, I love that song. Oh, the blacks and the whites and the Asians. And she has kind of like a meaningful conversation with Ben about how like he asks if it's sad that he's going to be alone on his birthday and she goes oh no that's how you're built that's how you set your life up well I mean you always throw yourself an extravagant party well yeah that's because you know I need to I need the affirmation that people like me but you you don't need that you're young what you're like 31 32 I'm 40 and she goes oh well I'm not sure what to do now and he's just like I'm just gonna go He gets out of the car, she drives away, and he goes back to his office. Alice is still there, and he says, as I want to talk, and she goes, oh, yeah, let me go first. He goes, no, let me go first. I think we should go out for dinner for my birthday. And she says, well, that's awkward because I'm ending things with you. And he goes, why did you let me go first? Again, very Chandler-esque, his delivery. And then we go to commercial. Which, we watched this on Crackle. If you actually want to check out this show, which it is a pretty good show. It's on Crackle. The ads on Crackle are like three minutes long. So it's almost as bad as actually watching TV. But that's just, that's just my beef with Crackle. John, please stop clicking. And interact. I haven't been interacting because there's just a... Like one of those house centipedes that keeps crawling towards me every time I move away from it. John, um, this may be your last recorded statement ever. Don't let the centipede kill you. I, I'm going to try not to. And John's dead. Okay. So, when we come back from commercial. I won. I won the battle. Okay, cool. So, so when we come back from commercial... Uh, Ben's like, okay, in all future conversations, you go first, which I thought was a weird way to bring it back from commercial. Like, I think they should have ended the scene because it's basically a continuation of that same scene. But that's just my opinion. Um, she sa- she reveals that she's been also dating Alonzo and that he is taking things a lot more serious and wants to move her- wants her to move in with him. And she decides she's going to move in with him. And as this whole thing is happening, 
some guy in a mascot suit goes, Hey Alice, will you unzip me? No. I dropped a taco in here, it's starting to stink it up. And she just slams the door on him. Which was probably my favorite part of this entire show. You did. You did enjoy that part very much. I don't know why. It was just very funny. It was. So, Ben then says, You know what? Why don't you move in with me? We can do the commitment thing. And Alice is just like, Listen, all you think about is yourself. It's not going to happen. And then we hear a very loud scream. And Alice goes, What was that? And Ben says, Probably just my internal monologue. Same. And then we cut to Roman getting his hands bandaged up. I feel like I switched between Roman and Ronan. I believe his name is actually Roman. Just for the record. I don't know. So he tells Roman about Alice and says, the worst part is, like, she's making the right decision. Like, he's she's going with someone that can actually make a connection. I want to make a connection. And <laughs> then Roman says... Oh, you know that song, Rainbow Connection? Yeah. Kermit the Frog. What about it? Oh, it's a really good song. So he's just supposed to be like kind of like a dumb, like, jokey throwaway character, I guess. No, he's the he's the he's the nice character. He's kind of like Joey from Friends. Yeah, except nicer than Joey. Because he's not because he's not trying to sleep with everybody. No, but Heather as we'll get to later, is trying to sleep with him. Yeah. So, as they're walking, Ben notices there's clowns there already, and he notices, hey, we have a bunch of, like, axes for in case of emergency. I'm gonna have the clowns chop away the ice before the circus starts. So they do that, and then we cut to this little, like, charity event press conference thing that uh, Crystal is having. And right before she starts, she goes, where's the Asian kid? I specifically requested an Asian kid. And Ben's like, he's he's right over there. Okay, good. Then she goes up. People are clapping. She goes, oh, stop. The applause stops. She goes, oh, come on, stop. Well, Well, they have stopped. I think she was still tripping on those drugs that she took in the beginning. It's very possible. So she gives like a very like moving speech. Uh... It's weird, though, because she says, like, maybe the reason I love kids so much is because I never had one of my own. And it cuts to the audience, and Roman's sitting there kind of, like, awkwardly, because his mom basically just said she never had any kids. And then the camera pans over slightly, and we see Heather is sitting next to him, staring at him longingly. Yep. And then Crystal goes, you know, I wasn't going to sing this, but I think I'm going to. And she goes into her song. And she sings the song. She sings the song. A very, very inappropriate song, but, you know, a song nonetheless. So as uh, we cut to Crystal's office, as she's preparing for a photo shoot, Ben is just like, you know, aside from that musical portion, that was quite a moving speech. And she turns to him and goes, I'm crazy high right now. And she goes to do the photo opportunity. And she has a trophy and she's by a bunch of kids. And then the clowns with the axes come in, and she freaks out, picks up a kid, and throws him at them. And that's pretty much the end of that scene. Then we get back to Ben's office, and Ben sees Alice, and she's like, Hey, I noticed you uh, took off from that charity event a bit early. You okay? She goes, Yeah. He walks out, comes back, and says, You know, I'm not the best at reading people, but I'll ask again. Are you okay? And she's 
Like, well, you know, I'm scared. I'm a little nervous. Oh, are you scared you're not picking the right guy? Oh, no, I'm 100% sure I'm picking the right guy. And he's like, ooh. He's like, like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have had this conversation because it's bad for my ego. Yeah, but he still has the conversation. And he's basically like... Because he's growing as a person. He is. He's got character development. So he's like, you know, I think you're I think you're making a big step. And she's like, what if he doesn't want me anymore after I move in? And he's like, you're beautiful and smart and you're everything. You're everything. I think what you need now is a friend and I can be that to you. And he stands up and goes, you know, we could have sex one last time. Pauses and then goes, yeah, that's not a good idea. And then walks away. Then he gets into Crystal's golf cart. And she says, so I noticed that John Cougar Mellencamp is going to be here. I'd very much like to make love to him. And Ben goes, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And then shows her pictures from the photo op. He says, so this is the picture that they wanted to run with. She says, oh, my arms look really good in that. Oh, my eye was drawn to the child you're throwing. And she goes, oh, I didn't notice. And then he says, this is the picture I convinced them to go with. And it's a picture of her basically hugging the child. No, no, no. It looks like she's hugging the child. She was really just picking him up to throw. That's Yes, that's fair. She was she was preparing the child as a projectile. A project child, if you will. A kidapult. A kidapult. I don't know if we can work any more puns into that. So, uh, she's like, oh, that's a, that's a nice picture. How much did it cost you to convince them that? And he says... Uh, you know, more than when you kick the police officer, but less than when you sunk the mayor's boat. Which, I really hope there's going to be a flashback episode. I know there's not, but like, I really, really wish there was. Just so we could see both those incidents. So, Alonzo uh, then finds Ben in a post-credit scene. And he's like, hey, have you seen Alice? Yeah, she's in my office. And Alonzo goes, you know, there's an elephant in the room. Oh, I know. No, no, Ben, like a real elephant. Because they found the elephant that's been loose. And they're both like, what What do we do? Well, I'm going to run. Yeah, that's a good idea. I feel like the elephant became less of a priority as the episode went on, which is kind of alarming. A little bit. The fact that that elephant was loose for that long. I wasn't thinking about that before, but you're right. What is with the security in this place? Yeah, like... I don't understand how you can not find an elephant after that amount of time. Even if you've just kind of forgotten about the elephant and you're walking around aimlessly, you're most likely going to see the elephant. Well, you know who won't forget about the elephant? The elephant, because they never forget. The more you know. Also because it is the elephant. That's true. Well, to him, he's not lost. He's just on an adventure. Yeah, the janitor is. The maintenance janitor guy is lost. Yeah. Because he's Hurley from Lost. Yeah, exactly. I, I got. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So uh, we're gonna take a quick little break, and then we we will be right back with our episode pitches. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Nate. And I'm Tanner. And we are the hosts of Headline Heroes. Every week we take a bizarre, out there article. Germans build underground pipeline for beer. An attempt to create a superhero or villain. The obvious one is that they have a giant robot that runs off of beer. Along the way, we discuss powers, design a costume, and of course, struggle with a name. Graham Graham Sam Sam? No, no. Graham Graham Sam Sam? No! And inevitably, we get off subject and talk about the really important stuff. I did go to Bill Engvall's 
website, and I just want to tell you a couple of things I'm seeing here. Please do. I wish you would. But we always arrive with the super creation we are proud of. Join Headline Heroes every Tuesday as we try to make reality a little more super. Okay, so John, had this show continued, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Uh, I want one episode where they book the Harlem Globetrotters in their stadium, but one of the Globetrotters gets violently ill right before he's about to go on. So, actually no, two of them, I misspoke, two of them get violently ill right before they're about to go on from some complimentary food that they uh, gave out, but only two of them ate. So, Alonzo, uh, they're trying to convince to fill in since he used to play either hockey or basketball, and I'm hoping it's basketball in this case. But he, uh, beneath his super sunny exterior lies a deep-seated anxiety from missing that shot. So, Matthew Perry's character, whose name I can't remember... Ben. Ben ends up having to play with him and replace the other character... Er, character. The other basketball player so that Alonzo, you know, can get over his anxiety with a friend. Ah, you know, I like that because that shows that they're growing as friends. Exactly. And, like, maybe he could, like, think about sabotaging it because Alice went with him, but he's like, no, I've grown. Yeah, sure. And not because <laughs> his job depends on it. That too. The Harlem Globetrotters are a pretty big name. They are. A lot of letters in that. You know, I like the episode idea. Um, I think it'd be pretty funny if they, like, gave both Alonzo and Ben, like, Globetrotter nicknames, and Ben's was Mr. Sunshine. You know, kind of like a little wink and a nudge. I just, I would really hope that they have to wear the uniforms of the two players that aren't playing and they're the wrong size on them. Or at least on Matthew Perry's character, so he's the comedy factor in it. So like maybe like he's standing, like it's showing a front shot of both of them. And then as it pans around the back, his is like stapled in the back and like cinched up. Yep. And it's, he has to, like, walk with his legs super wide during half of it because the staple breaks out. Oh, there we go. And then maybe, like, the very end. And then it, and see, he's worried about it, but the audience isn't because they think it's just normal Globetrotter shenanigans. And then, like, as, who do they play? The Washington Generals? Is that the team they're always playing? And as, like, one of the Washington Generals is about to, like, jump up and, like, block a shot from Alonzo he steps on that loose staple that was on the ground and he's like, ouch, in slow motion. And then Alonzo makes the shot. You know what, John? We just wrote an episode. We did just write an episode. Hire us, Matthew Perry. Please. 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 Or adopt us. I mean, we don't take up a lot of room. John only farts a little. So, my one of my episodes, I'm thinking, you know, what takes place at, like, arenas and stadiums and stuff? And since you did a sports one, I figure, why don't we bring Comic-Con, or a Comic-Con, to the Sunshine Arena, or Sunshine Stadium. I, fr I keep forgetting which one it was called. But anyways, uh, Comic-Con starts going there, and Alonzo 
we find out is like super nerdy on the inside. He loves like all this like comic book stuff, all these like sci-fi movies. And Alice is just like, well, this is a new side of you I haven't seen. And he accidentally loses a contact and has to wear his glasses. And she's just like, oh, I didn't know you wore glasses. And then like something else happens, like he slips and falls and like hurts his nose and he like gets a super nasally voice. And when he breaks, like he falls, he breaks his glasses and has to tape them together. And he's basically like, okay, it's time to go see Star Wars. Like that kind of voice. When the glasses came on, I thought this was going to go a different route. Like something happens in there and he runs to try and fix it. And his shirt gets caught and it rips off and he's got a Superman undershirt on. You know, that could be the very end of the episode. I like that idea. You know what? High five. Don't actually high five the mic, though. So, you know, I like that idea. So, like, maybe Alice is, like, getting super, like, not into it. She's like, oh, God, he's so nerdy today. He's got, like, a super nasally voice right now. His glasses are on and they're taped together. And then, like, something happens. Like, maybe, like, a display falls over on someone and he, like, runs to go help him. The glasses fall off and his shirt gets caught and then he's got the Superman shirt on underneath. And she's like, okay, there it is, back again. Like, she got her ladywood back. And then the B story, Ben is accidentally going to incite a fight between Mark Hamill and William Shatner because they were, like, Star Wars and Star Trek. So he spends the whole day trying to get them to, like, make peace and everything. And then finds out later, it was all just a publicity stunt to get everybody to go and see the new Star Wars and Star Trek movies. And then, like, the post credit scene, Ben's going to be like, oh, I'm so glad that you guys didn't make me have to choose a side. Personally, I can't stand Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm a Stargate kind of guy. And they both kind of, like, shake their head in disgust and walk away. I don't have anything to add to that part. All right. Well, I mean, you added. You you, you were constructive. I made my contribution. You did. So, John, do you have another episode? I do have another episode. Um, So, Roman... Uh, they're still trying to find a place for him. So he kind of ends up becoming a secondary assistant to Ben uh, at the urging of his current assistant, and he's afraid to say no. Uh, So as his assistant, uh, he tasks him with just helping him come up with ideas for what to fill one of the open nights with at the stadium. And uh, Roman thinks, I'm going to take it upon myself and actually just fill the spot and really impress him. So a few days later, he comes back and he says, hey, you're not going to believe this. I got the penguins and the ducks to play here. And... uh, I don't know much about sports, so I don't know if they ever do play each other, but he, uh, he gets, tells, uh, Ben this, and Ben's like, wow, that's amazing, that's great, like, how did you manage that? He goes, oh, it was easy, I just called a few people, it wasn't that hard, I don't know why you complain about your job so much, uh, and then you, uh, then the night comes around, and, uh, stadium is filled with, uh, Ducks and penguins. Uh, there was a miscommunication. So, like, actual ducks and penguins. 
Yeah, actual ducks with penguins. So now Roman has to try and fix it before it becomes more of a problem. Because uh, uh, Ben finds out and uh, basically makes Roman feel really bad about himself. Uh, and at the end of the episode, uh, he makes it a uh, kind of like a petting zoo night. And it ends up being a hit. I thought you would go the route a normal sitcom would have gone, where he turns it into still like an actual like hockey night, but puts the little jerseys on the penguins and the ducks and gives them little sticks. So it's like the puppy bowl. Uh, how would they hold the sticks, though? Well, I mean, the penguins got hands. The ducks... No, the penguins don't have hands. They have flippers. He's going to tape them to the flippers, and for the ducks, he's just going to tape them to their chest. Ducks are mean, though. Well, I mean, it's hockey. They got to be mean. So, I have an idea for... Do you have any more ideas? No, I'm out. All right. So, I have an idea for a series finale. Crystal decides she wants to retire, so she's going to sell the arena, and she's going to sell it to a rich, eccentric celebrity... But she can't say who it is yet. So everybody's going crazy trying to figure out who it is. And like one of the B stories is going to be Ben and Alice. They end up sleeping together. And she's still with Alonzo at this point. And she hasn't told Alonzo that it happened. So Alonzo is going to like walk up to them. And he's super upset. And they're going to be like, like, oh my God, does he know? And he's going to be like, no, I'm just upset that the arena is getting sold. Why do you think I was upset? And they're like, nothing, nothing. And then just kind of run away. And it turns out the man buying the arena is none other than Stanley Tucci because John the Tucci is loose. We need to have like, we need to have like an alarm or something to go off, like a sound bite to go off. The Tucci is loose. Something. I don't know. Maybe that's it. That really hurt my throat to do. I'm sure that the waveform is crazy on that. But yeah, we need some kind of like sound bite for that new segment, old segment that we made new again. But yeah, you need like guitar with a lot of like finger tapping, like a yeah, or maybe just you doing that actual. Wait, now edit it and then make that with with the yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the theme song for it. So, uh, the Tooch, Stanley Tucci, Stephen. Stanley Tucci, the Tooch. It's not Steven. I, I messed that up. So, <laughs> Stanley Tucci. <laughs> that part's getting cut out. No, you have to leave it. They need to know your mistake. So, Stanley the if Tucci. Stanley Tucci. If Stanley Tucci ever stumbles upon this, he needs to know that I remembered his name and you did. So, Stanley Tucci, the Tooch, is going to announce that he's doing like interviews to see who he's going to keep on once he buys the stadium. And like when Ben goes in for his turn for the interviews, he's like, well, TV and film star Stanley Tucci, what should I do? Because Stanley Tucci wants everybody to address him as TV and film star Stanley Tucci. It's actually what his business cards and the little name placard on his desk says. Exactly. And he's actually changing the name of the stadium to that. But he's like, well, what should I do? And he advises Ben, like, hey, why don't you just come clean? Alonzo's your friend, and you got you got to let him know. Also, I'm Stanley Tucci. I don't know if you've noticed yet. So, Alice, so he tells Alonzo, and Alonzo gives Alice an ultimatum, and it's like, you need to choose right now, me or him. 
and she ends up picking Alonzo. And Ben is just like, I understand. You 100% made the right choice. Kind of hearkening back to that line from the pilot where she's like, oh, I'm 100% sure I made the right choice. And maybe there's like a little cutaway, like flashback to that. And then uh, Stanley Tucci comes back and is just like, you know, this was all just like an elaborate way to get to know you guys. All of you are keeping your jobs. And everybody cheers. And then Ben says he's quitting because he can't stand to be working with the woman that he loves but can never have. And that's how Mr. Sunshine would end. I know, it's got to end with some kind of weird pun. Some kind of weird pun? Hmm. Maybe, like, maybe as he leaves, going back to that whole Mr. Sunshine joke, they're just like, bye, Mr. I think his last name in the show is Donovan. He's like, they're like, bye, Mr. Donovan. He's like, oh, I never told you my real name. It's actually Ben Sunshine. And they're like, well, bye, Mr. Sunshine. I don't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it either, but I just, I couldn't think of anything else. Wait, I got this. Stanley Tucci. Nope. Okay. So I think that's good. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I I'd encourage all y'all to check it out. It's on Crackle. And it's got Matthew Perry in it. And it's got Matthew Perry in it. What more can you ask for? I mean Stanley Tucci. That's that's what more you could ask for. Yeah, but we put him in it. So you can't ask for that. So hey, how do Kickstarters work? Do you think we can make that happen? I mean, I think Stanley Tucci has to be willing to be in it. We can't kidnap Stanley Tucci. No, we can't. But. No, we can't. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter. We're at at Unaired Podcast. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Instagram. It's all just Unaired, Unaired Podcast. Check out our MySpace. Check out our Friendster. Check out our GeoCities website. We do have a website, though. It's unairedpodcast.com. But, yeah, that's that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed. We don't have MySpace. I'm John. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. I'm the kid, Ruben. I'm the mom, Dawn. And we are Kid Tested. Mother Approved. A weekly podcast where either a theme is picked for us or we pick it ourselves. And then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. And I pick all the good movies and Ruben picks all the yucky movies and makes me watch them. What do you mean yucky? Uh, Big Lebowski. That's not yucky. It's great. No, don't do that. It's a good movie. <laughs> stop making that noise. No, stop it. I give you good movies. Dirty like Dancing. Okay, Dirty Dancing Road is fine. Roadhouse. Roadhouse is good. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind was fine. Surf's Up 2. So, okay, see, you can't fit Surf's Up. Make my was smart, but Surf's Up 2 was garbage. All right, well, we are kid-tested. Mother approved. And I uh, hope you check us out. <laughs>